In today's topic, we're talking about the three steps to cash flow mastery, a system that designed that combines both man-made laws of money and spiritual laws of money to attract to you more abundance. How? Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame, and to blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about mindset strategies and energy tools that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. In today's topic, we're covering three steps to cash flow mastery. This is my all-time favorite topic to talk about and I absolutely love it and designed it at my lowest moment. So a little bit back on how this strategy came into being. It came in the moment when I literally had no money. So as I mentioned, as you guys know that my when I left my ex-husband, um, he pulled the financial card on me and because he didn't want me to divorce him, he, he didn't want me to leave him. He did it in the way that he didn't give me any money and he felt that but doing that, I will be forced to go back to him and I will not actually file for doors. So at a time when I was not able, I wasn't getting money from him. But also remember that I am actually a property millionaire. So because I'm wealthy, I wasn't able to get any state welfare either. Right? I wasn't able to get any benefits. Um, They, they found out they had too much equity, but I had issues because we we're going through a divorce. Anyway, long story short, the point being, I had to come up with a system. I came up with a system with that when so this idea was intentionally born to teach it was born for me to attract more money because i understood the laws of money and i understood the laws the spiritual laws of money and man-made laws of money and i was trying to figure out a way that i could use the money i already have to attract more abundance to myself and to expand my wealth consciousness and to expand the money i could have make and keep and this is when this three steps to cash flow mastery was born and um, and then I applied to my life. So I'm going to give you the exact stra- strategies and exact steps that I took then when at one point I was only bringing in 135, 136 pounds every four weeks because that's all I could get and that's through the the, the child benefit that we get in UK. So that's the only thing I was entitled to was the child benefit and that's what I was getting at the time. Anyway. So let's get started. So how are we going to do this? So the very first thing I want you to do is, first of all, I want you to keep an open mind. And I know I'm going to give you a few things which you may think, oh, um, what is she on about? Or, you know, how does she, this doesn't make sense. So this is too complicated. Or how would I even implement this through my life? I promise you, I've broken this down step by step and simplified it to its bare minimum so that you can utilize it today. And I promise you, if you apply this strategy in your life, you cannot help but get the benefits. You can't help but attract more money. You can't help but attract greater and better opportunities to monetize those and monetize those opportunities to bring more wealth and abundance into your life. And you will also start feeling better about money. It's really powerful strategy. So let's get started. But before I before we should talk about the strategy itself, I want to have a quick stop and I want to ask you, how do you really feel about money? Now, we've done this exercise before and in one of the other exercises, if you've not done this in one of the, uh, the earlier podcasts, I did ask you to do this exercise before, then do this right now. Okay, take a piece of paper, 
get a pen and write out for five minutes, you know, when when it comes to our mind, what do I really think? How do I really feel? It may be that you haven't heard the earlier episodes, so you're going, you're going working your way backwards, which is fine. So in this case, in order for us to work out how you really feel about money, not the superficial thing, not what the, you know, the, not, that, what, not the thing that you th- say after reading the book Think and Grow Rich, or because, you know, you, you know, you, you, all these gurus tell you to think positive about money. I don't want any of that rubbish, okay? I don't want any of that BS, because I want you to be honest and truthful to yourself. There's no one else here listening. No one else here cares. Only you do. And it only affects and impacts your life. No one else's. So be truthful. Be honest for once and be honest to yourself. Okay, be honest to yourself and say, okay, what do what do I really, how do I really feel about money? And be very honest about it. And the the clearest picture you'll ever get about something like this, because we want to get what's in in your subconscious mind, which are core beliefs, is when you free, you know, when you free flow writer. So I want you to grab a piece of paper, I want you to get some pen, and I want to put a timer on your phone for five minutes, and I want you to write free flowing for the next five minutes. About you know when when I think of money, what do I think? So initially, you may actually start with money means freedom, money means traveling, money means this. But eventually, if you don't allow your subconscious mind to interfere in the writing, you will get to the point when you actually start writing about you know the bills. Do I have enough of the bills? Do I have enough of the mortgage? Do I have enough of the for the credit card payments? Do I have enough to for this coming? Or I've got uh, my boiler's broken down, or the the shower's broken down, or the whole door handle's broken down. Do I have money, enough money to get my car repaired, or the MOT, etc. Etc. I promise you, if you don't have enough money at the moment, then 99.9% of the time, not when you consciously try and positively think about something about money in a positive way, most of the time you would be thinking about either your bills, your rent, your mortgage, your credit card payments, your food shopping, your parking fines, your college and school fees, etc. etc. Your all your kids' school fees for that matter. You will be you will be thinking or or subconsciously thinking about some sort of expense which is causing you stress, causing your cortisol level to go up. Remember, cortisol is a hormone that that's released when you are when you're stressed, and therefore reducing or lowering your vibration when it comes to money. Okay, so this I want to do. If you haven't done this exercise before, do this exercise right now. And then once you once the timer goes off, stop writing and then read. Read through what you've written and see what your true true feelings are towards money. And I bet you most of you will be surprised to see how negatively and how frustrated you are, how negatively you think about money and how frustrated you are with money in general terms. And how often you've written the right, you've written the words, uh, you know, do I have enough? Will I have enough? Can I make enough? Will I have enough? It will be showing up quite often. All right. All right. So that's the, that's the first thing I want to do. Now let's get straight into this three steps to cash flow mastery system. The very first thing I want you to do is actually go ahead and open up five separate bank accounts. Now I'm saying this with a bit of a caveat because in 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 UK where I'm based, it was very easy for me to have my one main checking account like I do with NetWest, and I can open sub accounts. I can open as many as I want in you know, sub accounts as a savings account because I'm not going to be saving too much in there. But well, I don't. I'm not really interested in saving uh, the the saving uh, amount or the, the the ROI they give me. That's not my main concern. So I can order these sub accounts, these savings accounts, and real and change the labels on them. Okay. So therefore, I want you to open five accounts now. Depending on which part of the world you're listening to this to this podcast. You may this may not be feasible or as easily accessible to you. I completely understand. And in that scenario, I want you to actually until you build these these amounts up in these accounts, I want you to open 
she could just go and get some five jars or five boxes or five even five envelopes you need five separate containers now when you're first starting out because the amounts will be low jars boxes envelopes anything will do at least start the strategy don't get hung up on the fact that you can't open the five bank accounts don't get hung up because the fact that you can't actually implement the strategy yes you can i've simplified it to as much as possible you can create you can use this strategy and you can just have five jars five boxes in the same way okay so I'm going to go on the assumption that you've got five jars, five envelopes, or five accounts. It doesn't really matter what, what strategy you're using or how you're using it, okay? So we need five separate things, five separate bank accounts, jars, or envelopes. That's step number one. Step number two is you're going to label them according to the following. The very first one is going to be me. The very first account is going to be me account. So this is under your name. So for example, for me, that's Gold's account. For Tina, it'll be Tina's account. For Michael, it'll be Michael's account. For James, it'll be James' account. For Sarah, it'll be Sarah's account. For Rishma, it'll be Rishma's account. Okay, it has to be your name, okay? under your name. Very important, okay? So the very, the very first one is me account is under your particular name. I want you to write your name down so you know this is for you. Number two, account two is a fun account. Okay, call it fun account. The title for it is a fun account. Number three is your large purchases. Number four is charity. And number five, debt slash investments. So let me repeat these five accounts again. First one is me account. Second one is fun account. Third one is large purchases. Fourth one is charity. And the fifth one is debt slash investments account. Now let me explain to you what they are. And I'm going to explain to you in step three is you're going to say, well, how much? So step three is when I actually explain to you how much to transfer into each of these five bank accounts. Let's start with me account. So why do we put money in me? Why? Because this is money for you. This money does not belong to your bills. This money does not belong to your kids. This money does not belong to any other expenses. This is not an emergency fund. This is your money. This is the money that you will always, always, always have. And when you put money in this account with the intention that this money belongs only to you, you give this really strong signal to the universe saying, universe, I'm worth it. This is me. I'm paying me. And remember, we are going to put money into this, these accounts in the order I just gave you. So the very first account you're going to put money into is the one with your name on it. So the very first account I put money into is the one with Gould's name. It's Gould's account. Okay. And in that way, I'm training my subconscious mind as well as the, my energetically to the universe and telling the universe, universe, I'm worth it. And my subconscious mind, I'm training to pay myself first. People like, I mean, amazing uh, teachers like Robert Kiyosaki. And if you haven't read any Robert Kiyosaki's books, I highly recommend it. He's an amazing, 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 amazing author. I love his books. His book, Richard, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and the, um, and the Cash Flow Quadrant are, all, actually all his books are brilliant, but these two are definitely, definitely some, some you know, amazing books you definitely need to read. He talks about paying yourself first. And so do most of other, other great leaders as well. But, if your question is, well, how? This will teach you how. You pay yourself first. Before anybody else, you pay yourself first. So in this scenario, if the money goes into your account first. Now, this is not your business account. This is the money that you take home, okay? This will be the money, the salary you take home. Or if, you ha if you're running a business, this will be the... You know, the, the example, if you pay, if you turn over for your business for the month is 10,000, but your salary from the business is 2,000, this is going to be from that 2,000. 
Okay, we're not worried about the business income. I'm not concerned with that. That has different energy, has a different um, a vibe to it. And we're not discussing that. We're talking about your personal income, any kind of income. It could be a gift. It could be allowance from somewhere. It could be your salary. It could be um your, the, the, the salary you pay to yourself from your business. I don't care from where. This is the money that you receive. So the very first person you're going to pay is you. It's under your account. And with this, you're doing two things. One, you're telling the universe, universe, I'm worth it. This is mine. And secondly, you're, you're, you're teaching your subconscious mind to pay yourself first. You're developing a new habit. Okay, it's very, very important. Now, what this will do is as this pot increases, because you're never, ever, 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 ever going to spend it. You're not supposed to spend it. It's not there for as an emergency fund. It's just your money. Okay, and there's an energy to this, which uh, when you, when this account gets to a certain amount, now I haven't seen this be more than 50,000. Generally, this amount is anywhere between 2,000 pounds or $2,000 to about 10 to $15,000. That's generally the range that you need to you know, build this account to. When this penny just drops and you no longer feel you can't make, create or have money, you just automatically assume that you can have money and it's very easy for you to make, create and have money. And I promise you, it's not millions and millions and millions of dollars. It's literally anything between $2,000 and about ten dollars to $15,000. So there has been one person who needed as much as 50,000, but that's just a rarity. Generally between two to three to four to five to 10 to 15, up to 15 is what you need to build this account up to before you feel, yep, I'm comfortable. Yes, money, I have coming and money comes to me. Okay, that's the first account. Now, the second account is a fun account. Why? Well, let me ask you this. All these big corporations, be it Google or, you know, or you know, even when I was younger, when we, when I first came in from, into work after, after my degree, all these big companies have these amazing graduate programs. And even, even apart from those graduate programs, they also have these in-between team building exercises where they take the whole, you know, all the team of the, you know, in the, in, the, in the particular department, or maybe sometimes the whole company goes off for these team building exercises. And, you know, they, they actually go and have fun together. Now, why is that? Because when you're actually having fun, you're releasing endomorphins. And when you're releasing endomorphins, you actually hardwire the image of the person with with fun and that becomes your, your and as you are having fun and building trust that gets locked into your psyche so you begin to like and trust this person that you're having fun with right so this is exactly what corporations know and that's why they spend hundreds and thousands of pounds sending the employees off and taking the time so not actually working but in the end and so could be productive but send them off to these team building exercises but that that pays them dividends because those teams when they come back they trust each other and they're able to better work for you with each other and therefore the company is more productive right this is so important. Now, we the, I use the same exact principles for account too. Up until this point, and this is where the, the list that you made just a few moments ago about how you really feel about money would really be, you know, come to light. Up until now, you've been angry, upset, annoyed, and frustrated with money. But from now on, you want to build a happy, happy, healthy relationship with money. And if that's the case, you need to have a way that you, you can feel bonded to it and you can, feel, you can trust money. And the easiest way to trust anyone or, or build a bond with anyone is to have fun. So this is why up until now, you, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you still you spend money on, on fun, but it's not it's not allocated. 
okay? So I'm sure even now you would go to cinema or you do other things with money, but then you feel guilty about it. What I want you to do is have a dedicated account when you're actually having fun with money. And this is second account for this reason, because it's so important for you to move away from the stress, frustration, anger towards money to actually thinking money is amazing, money is fun. I love having money. I love playing with money. I love keeping money, right? We're building this trust and trust goes both ways. You have to trust money and money has to trust you. So we're building this amazing, trustful relationship between you and money by actually, um, you know, introducing fun into the picture. So fun could be anything. Fun is very subjective. Some, someone is, fun is skydiving. For another person, it's scuba diving. For somebody else, it could be driving fast cars. For somebody else, it could be just going to the cinema. For somebody else, it's, it's actually, you know, sitting near a beach and reading a book. Fun is very, very subjective. So whatever fun means to you. Now, again, share something personal for me. In my early days, when I was, you know, when I came up with the strategy, I love movies. I think everybody who knows me knows I love, I love Bollywood. I love Hollywood. I love Tollywood. I love, like, I like all South Asian movies. I, you know, if there's a good movie, I'll watch it. I love movies, right? So my kids and I really, I really enjoy going to the cinema. And at that time, all I could afford was going to the cinema, like, you know, once, a, I think first it was once a month and then it became, you know, every other week and then it became every week and so forth. And I remember that when the first time you could go to the cinema, I, I didn't even have enough money. I just barely had enough money for our three tickets. And I didn't have, have money for that chose, you know, the, you know, the food stuff that you normally buy. So I remember going to the, there's an Asda next to it. I remember going to the Asda first, picking up, a, you know, a popcorn for a pound and putting it in my bag and taking some water from home and giving the water and the popcorn to my children. But that's still very special for us because we had fun together. We enjoyed, I don't think it was a kind of a movie we watched, but we had a great time together and we loved it right? So that was fun for us. And that we looked forward to it. And that was fun for me. So you, you can do this with somebody else. You can do it with a partner or your children. You can have fun with it, but you have to be involved. You cannot give this money to for someone else to go and have fun. That scenario doesn't work. You can't give it to your children for them to go and have fun with, the kid, with their friends. This has to involve you because you have to have fun with the money. Very important. Okay, so you're going to have fun with money. And this is why this is second account. As you build this account up, so for example, even if you don't go for, to have fun every single week, as you're putting money into this account, you're anticipating going and doing the activity, be it a spa day or going to the beach or skydiving or scuba diving or whatever, you know, whatever, you know, it makes you happy, whatever you think is fun. Then you're anticipating doing that. So you're already bringing in the energy of fun and excitement and happiness into this between you and money. But not only that, once you've actually been through it, you've had the experience, you'll remember it. And you, you know, when you're reminiscing and, oh, we went there and we went to that movie. And we had this, even to this day, four years down the line, when I think about the time when we went to watch the movie, I feel happy and I feel it was such an achievement for me because I had very little money at the time for me to even be able to afford to take my kids to, to the movies. It was a great thing. Nobody outside of my life actually knew what I was going through because I'm very, I guess I, I, I wasn't going to ask for help from my, you know, material help from my family or other people. So nobody, I didn't borrow money from anybody. I just coped with my own way because I knew what to do. I asked help from Devices Energy and I, I created situations where I was able to cope and I was able to take my children up for a little bit of outing for, for us to have fun together. I was very proud of myself. And that memory still sticks to me. Whereas now going to the movies is just that second nature. And we can, I've taken them to Bali and we've taken them to Maldives and we've gone other places. But that was initially where I barely could take them to the movies. And I couldn't even afford popcorn. And that memory still stays with me. And I still enjoy it. I still enjoy that memory. That's how powerful this could be, right? Right. So account number three is 
large purchase account. Now, the bank account, this account is very important because this is where we're teaching you, you're learning to have delayed gratification. Unfortunately, we've become a society of, you know, buy first, pay later. So we credit cards and loans, etc. has come, come about where you just put everything on credit cards and then you're paying all the time. Now, the question here is, when you've purchased something on a credit card, how, how many times are you paying for it? Just the once or multiple times? And the answer is multiple times. So every time you receive that credit card statement, either through the hard copy or through the digital copy, whichever whichever form, it doesn't really matter. But when you receive that digital copy or the or the or the hard copy of the statement, it has it in black and white the amount that you still owe. And you every time you see that, your heart sinks. So you're you're paying for it again and again and again and again. And every time you see it, your heart sinks. So your low vibration gets lower. And guess what you're doing? If your vibration sinks when you see this, your energy and your relationship with money is getting uh, is deteriorating more and more. And guess what? Because you're focusing on this debt, you are creating more debt. You'll attract to your circumstances and energies which you'll create greater and greater debt very very important for you to recognize this okay because this is how people spiral into more and more debt and they get themselves in a real right pickle okay so we are we are teaching you here with this account to delay your gratification for you to save up before you spend so 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 the money from this account you will spend when you are, you know, for example, if you want to save up for an iPad or maybe deposit for a car or anything like a, like a short holiday or even a long or, or a big holiday, something like that. So you, instead of anything that you normally put on a credit card, you would buy from this account. Okay, large purchases. And obviously, initially, it won't have much in here. But as you as you use the strategy, as you build it, more and more money will come to you and the amount in these accounts will increase as well. And then that's when it becomes fruitful for you. And that's when it really becomes, that's when this strategy really kicks in and becomes super effective. Yeah, so that's account number three. Now, account number four is self-explanatory, but I'm still going to talk about it. Everyone I know talks about giving, talks about tithing. Right. Now, I've grown up in a religious environment and I, I am religious and I, I do practice my religion and I, I, I do believe in giving. But when it comes to when it comes to giving in this in this scenario, I don't care who you give to. So you don't have to give to the church. You don't have to give to the mosque. You don't have to give to the mandir. You don't have to give to the temple. You need to give to whoever you feel that you, you know, you, you resonate with. So this could be a neighbor, it could be a relative, it could be a mother, your father, your brother, your sister, someone, whoever it is. So charity, as I say, charity begins at home. You know, you don't have to give to your siblings either. Whoever resonates with you, and this could even be like a charity for cats and dogs and dolphins and, you know, whatever. Whatever charity or whatever cause, whatever person resonates with you, who you think deserves your help, who you really want to help, you go and you use this money to help them. Now, there is a condition on here. The money you give has to be unconditional. There has to be no strings attached. You can't think, well, I'm going to help my brother and then when I'm in need, my brother will help me. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way, right? This this giving has to be totally unconditional and you're giving it. And that's the first condition. It has to be totally unconditional. And secondly, we have this, I know this, uh, that happens a lot in most religions, where you say, well, you know, you give one pound in the, in the name of God and God will give you 10 back. Why are you bartering with God for God's sakes, right? God is divine. Why do you want to limit yourself? Why do you want to limit to 10? Why do you want to say, well, God, I'm giving you one, please give me back 10. God could give you a hundred, a thousand, even a million back. 
You never know what's going to come to you. So why do you want to barter? Why do you want to limit yourself? And if you do barter and say, well, God, I'm giving 10 in the way of you. Can you please return me 100? I promise you, you won't get more than 100. Whereas if you give it unconditionally, you say, God, I'm giving it because you've given me so much. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for all the blessings you've given to me. I'm giving this to someone else because so they can have some of your blessings too. I promise you will get thousands, if not hundreds of thousands in, in return back because you're not bartering anymore. Okay, you're giving it unconditionally without any strings attached. And finally, most importantly, you can't give anything without having in the first place. So when you keep saying, I don't have money, I don't have money, I don't have money, when you start giving away like this, okay, you you know from this from this number fourth account, you can't give it away unless you had it. So again, you're training your subconscious mind. You're training your subconscious mind to think, I have money. I have money that I can actually give away unconditionally and to someone so they can have a, and they can have money too. You can't give something unless you have it. So if you're giving money away, that means you had money in the first place. Make sense, right? So that's the fourth account. Now the last one is debt slash investments account. Now for this account, what you can either do is either first of all pay off all your debts first, and then once all your debts are paid off, and this could be credit cards, mortgage, whatever you want to pay off, or the other, um, the other, um, the other scenario which I prefer is to make it into 50-50. So 50% of the money in this account goes towards additionally towards paying credit cards or loans or even towards a mortgage. And 50% of the money from this account goes towards investments. Now, why? Now tell me this. And obviously you can't reply back, but I want you to, I want you to uh, play along with me. If I ask you, okay, so what comes to your mind when you think of investors? Okay. what's normally that comes to mind? So the average person, when they hear the word investor or investments, they think of wealthy people. Because guess what? Wealthy people and rich people invest, right? Even though in this day and age, we are living in the golden age where you can start investments for as low as 50 quid or even 25 pounds, right? So if you can become an investor with even 25 or 50 pounds, guess what we just did? Within a snap of a second, within a, literally a second, We've gone from somebody who doesn't have money to connecting ourselves into the same, you know, into putting, putting ourselves in the same category as the wealthy people because the wealthy invest and now we're investing. Can you see how powerful that is for you and how powerfully that will change your mindset in terms of what's possible for you? Because you will start identifying with the energies of a wealthy person, of an investor. And as this, as this pot grows, your confidence in your ability to create and have wealth will also grow. Really powerful stuff. This really, really powerful. Yeah. So to recap is the very first account is a me account, which should be under your name. So mine's Gould's account. And the second one is fun account. Right. And we're having fun with money. The third one is large purchases. The fourth one is charity. And that could be anyone. It could be a, cha- a cat, a dog, a dolphin or a neighbor or a relative or or, a, you know, or one of these other charities. It doesn't really matter who or what, as long as it resonates with you. And the fifth account is debt slash investments. So you can either first pay off all your debts and then use this account for investments or use 50% for, to pay off towards your debts a lot faster and 50% towards investments, which is my recommended, which is my um, recommended way. Okay. So that's step number two. You, you know, you label or in each of these accounts. Now, step number three is how much do you transfer into it? So the amount you transfer money into these accounts. So step three is 
every single uh, month or, uh, you know, however you're paid, if it's bi-weekly or weekly or a monthly or quarterly, however you're paid, whenever you receive any money, any sum of money, you would pay into these five accounts first and then you'd use surplus or whatever's left over for your normal daily, you know, the normally monthly expenses. Now, the question comes in, well, go, how do I do that? Because I barely am surviving. Well, don't worry, I've got you. I told you I designed this when I was going through that exact same situation. And therefore, I know how it feels when you, you don't even have enough for bread and butter. Okay, so this is for those, for those people who are struggling to make ends meet. So if you're make if you're struggling to make ends meet, I want you to put 1% when you receive it, when you, whatever kind of money you receive, 1% should go into each of these five bank accounts, 1%. Okay. So, for example, if you make up for argument's sake, if you make a hundred pounds, one pound would go into each of these five bank accounts. So that would mean you're left with 95 pounds for your normal expenses, your everything else. Now, you will have to make adjustments. And I promise you, you already are spending money on these, on these, um, especially fun and, and a few other things, you know, debts and stuff. And if you just sort out your finances, manage it better, you'll be able to find that money. I promise you will. It does require adjustments, which is fine, right? But you will be able to do that, okay? Now, if you tell me that you really cannot, you really can't, you want 1% is too much for you, then start with a half a percent. But I'm adamant you should not start with one pound or two pound. You should start with half a percent or 1%, okay? Reason being, as your income increases, and it will, if you implement the strategy for the next three months and do it correctly and be very disciplined in it, your wealth will grow. You cannot help but it grow. It will, it has to grow. There is no way around it. This is the law. We are employing both spiritual man and my laws. I'm going to explain that to you in a bit. And we're going to, we're employing both those. And when you employ both of those, you can't help but attract more money. You can't help but attract more opportunities. You can't attract, you know, get random gifts of money. And this is why I want you to stick to a percentage. So it doesn't matter where the money comes from and what amount, you will actually be loyal and disciplined and put the percentage amount into each of these five bank accounts. Okay, start with half a percent if you can't do one, but ideally every single person can do one percent. Every single person can. Okay, and if you really cannot, then start with half a percent. So that's the first thing. Now that so we have three tiers. The first tier is for those who are struggling, and when you when you get better and when you get and when you adjust to this, you increase it to one percent, to one and a half a percent, to two percent, all the way up to three percent. So the first tier is one to three percent, which is a struggling tier. Okay. And then the next tier is the maintaining one. So if you are somebody who are, who's maintaining, so you're okay, you're able to meet all your expenses and you don't have much left over, but you are okay, you're not struggling, then for you, you should be putting three to five percent into each of these five bank accounts. Now using the three percent example, so for example, if you get a hundred pounds, uh, for, for, per week for your, you know, for, as a salary, let's say, then you'd put three pounds into each of these five bank accounts, which would mean 15 pounds have gone into each of these five bank accounts. That leaves you with 85 pounds for the rest of your expenses. Okay. So remember, you are maintaining, you're not struggling. So you should be able to, again, it will require adjustment, but you'll be able to do it. Okay. So that's, that's for those who are maintaining. Now, if you are in the comfortable, um, you know, tier, that's another, the third tier is the comfortable tier. For those people who are comfortable, and they they have a little bit left over and they're trying to get a little bit of savings and they're, 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 they're getting by, they're okay, but you're not wealthy yet. 
For those of you who are in the comfortable stage, I'm going to recommend the third tier, which is 5 to 10%. So 5 to 10% of your income would go into each of these five bank accounts first, and then you would spend the rest. So everyone should aim to eventually get into that comfortable stage and be putting 10% away into each of these five bank accounts. And that, that would mean 50% has gone into each of these five bank accounts and you survive on 50% of your income, okay? So using this example, so this starts from 5%. So using the example 5%, so if you're in the comfortable stage and you're starting out, you would put 5% to each of these five bank accounts, which would mean you put 25 pounds away in these five bank accounts. You're going, to do, you're going to live off your, you know, for the rest of the month or whatever on 75 pounds, okay? That's how it works. Now, I want, regardless of where, which tier you fall under, I want you to start with 1%. Why? Because I want you, get to, I want you to get you used to the idea of using this strategy. So for the next three months, I just want you to start with 1%. And as you adjust, as you can see the benefits of this, as you start attracting more opportunities and more money towards yourself, depending on where you are, first, second or third tier, I want you to gradually build this percentage up to two, one and a half to two to three to three and a half, four, and gradually take it all the way up to 10%. Obviously, all the while the money should be increasing and you get more and more money coming to you. And that's absolutely fine. It doesn't take, it doesn't matter if it takes you two years to get to 10%. It won't, it normally won't, but I've seen it happen, you know, within a year people get to 10%, but you can, you can start off with whatever you are right now, as long as you implement this strategy, okay? So why does this work so well? This strategy is absolutely fantastic because what, well, guess what? We are here employing both man-made laws of money, which is, you know, managing and spending and working out and budgeting, etc., and taxes, and combined with spiritual laws of money, where we're actually we're changing how we feel about money, and we're changing the signal we're giving off to the ethos of the universe, and thereby attracting more, you know, better vi- you know, in sending a higher vibration to the universe, and attracting high vibration money back to us. So we are using both sides. Okay, we're rowing with both sides of the boat. Now we we are employing the man-made laws of actually strategizing and using our budgets, etc., to to you know use our money well, the money that we already have coming in, yet. We are employing also the spiritual laws of money by changing our feelings towards money in a happier, more grander, more comfortable way. And as we get more and more happier and more comfortable with having, keeping and making money, the more and more money will show up for us. Okay, and this three-step to cash flow mastery encompasses both these laws beautifully. So that is it it for today. I think it's slightly longer than the other episodes, but I wanted to make sure that I cover this fully. I hope you enjoy this process. I hope you will implement the strategy. It's one of my favorite strategies to talk about. It's something that I do cover extensively in my challenges as well, and I'll show you how to do it. And I even have a, have a six-week program on it. So I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you get value from this. And that also reminds me, if you are receiving value from this podcast, if you enjoy, if you are enjoying listening to it, please do leave us a review here on iTunes. And um, if you're watching this on a, on a video series, because we do have video series for this, then please do leave us a, a comment in the bottom. And I do come back and read every single comment and I do reply back myself. And I enjoy reading those. So please support us on our journey. The more love you give to us, the more support you give to us, the more we can share, reach out and the more we can work on this podcast and the video series and get more of this content out there. Thank you so much for all your love and support so far. I'm truly humbled with all the love that's coming my way and all the all the outpouring of um, support that's come my way because even, you know, even though we are a quite new, <laughs> we're a new podcast and um, I'm really, really, th- I'm really thrilled. 
Thank you so much. Please continue to support us and do leave us a review. And if you want to learn more about me, then you know, come to my website, gocon.com. Okay, until the next time I see you, take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our free five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our free five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Bye for now.